Welcome to China Horse Business, the one and only podcast focusing on the booming horse market in China, bringing to you by two experts of Chinese equine industry, Zoe King and Jojo Wang from Shanghai and Hong Kong, introducing China to the world. Hi, Jojo. How are you doing? Hi, Zoe. I'm good. And you? Everything goes well. Only one week to go before our first China Horse Business live webinar. Well, you know, I'm really looking forward to our first webinar next Monday on the sixth of September. We received so many inquiries about the webinar, so maybe we can talk it through today's China news section. Totally, Jojo. Do you remember when you joined our podcast and we discussed how to better bridge the gap between Chinese and international equine communities? With the podcast introducing what is happening in China, we only communicate in one way. We have to find another way to bring international industrial stakeholders to China as well. Right. This is why we come up with the idea of the monthly webinar to let the speaker from all over the world to introduce the latest information to the Chinese audience. They might be national or regional federation that can give our overview introduction of their industrial strength. They might be laboratories or incubator who can bring the most up-to-date technology and in- innovation to be applied in the huge market like China. We are also expecting companies and brands who have been cultivating in the equine industry for a long time. Their products may already be imported and sold in China by their local distributors or business partners. However, they don't really have the chance to get to know their Chinese customers and Chinese industrial ecosystem. It makes the Chinese market inaccessible and unpredictable. Moreover, there is a lack of communication channel to build up the brand awareness in China. If you have to compete with local brands and suppliers, the brand power will be your best card to play because clearly you don't have advantage in pricing. Yes, everyone knows doing marketing in China is expensive now. Local teams is expensive. Online traffic is expensive. Before making any decision in investing in the China market, why don't try the webinar? It's only two hundred eighty-eight euros for a year-round service. So true. The subscribers to our Business Pass annual package will have ten-minute time slot in in every semester to speak to our Chinese audience in the webinar. Make a connection. Send the key message. We will publish an article in Chinese based on the speech, so that those who miss the webinar can still have a glance at it. Furthermore, it is a good market test for products. Take a very small example. We launch a pre-sale for a printed artwork of a Canadian equine photographer. She got over twenty-five orders just in one week. By the way, she is one of the speakers in our first webinars, and we are expecting more orders for her after the webinar. Definitely, China Horse Business Life is a monthly webinar to connect. To do branding and even to sell, it is the best and the only regular way for international stakeholders in the industry to talk to Chinese decision makers. Right, the slots for the first webinar are already fully booked. If you are still hesitating to take the business pass package, you can join and watch our webinar for the first time. 
You can find the link for sign up on the show note or on our website, www.wonder-horse.com slash podcast. Yes, it is on the 6th of September from 9 to 10 a.m. CST, online, on time, and on the best occasion. And we had already 50 Chinese audience from the equestrian community sign up for their webinar. They are looking forward to meet you in the webinar. Great! Going on in today's China Club, we are having a tour to the equestrian competitions venue for Hangzhou Asian Games 2022. First of all, this equestrian venue is brand new. The Hangzhou government built it from scratch for hosting the Asian Games. It is located in Tonglu County, one and a half hour driving from Hangzhou city center. The venue built with 240 horse boxes, covers 540k meters square, including a main arena of 100 times 120 meter and an indoor training arena of 60 times 80 meter and an over 5,000 meter cross-country track, equine clinic and 3,000 public seats. This will be one of the best venue coming up in China. But the most important part of the equestrian venue for Asian Games is not only the construction, but the equine disease free zone. For those who don't know yet, China doesn't have any equine disease free zone recognized by OIE, World Organization for Animal Health, except the Hong Kong Jockey Club Chonghua Racecourse. This means horses from overseas can only get into China, but very difficult to get the way back. It is one of the key obstacles for China to host high-level international equestrian competitions. The other exception was granted to Shanghai Global Champions too. The participant horses will be transported and protected under strict poses and limited places as there is a bubble around them so that they can go back to their countries right after the show in China. Exactly. For the Asian game, the same problem appeared to the organizer. The Hangzhou government decided to make a large zone of 1,300 meters square with the center of Asian game equestrian venue as a free zone to allow international horses coming in and out China for the game. Many measurements and facilities were taken in place with the help of China Horse Industry Association. There will be no doubt the area will be organized as a free zone during the Asian game. But the remaining question is whether the area will stay as a free zone forever and be the first permanent free zone in China. This is pivotal for the venue because if the free zone can be permanent, high-level international competitions and international horse trading can happen here. The huge investment in building and maintaining the venue can be cashed out. Otherwise, it will be difficult to run this giant venue without activities. Yes, the Hangzhou government and the state-owned venue managing company are quite open to listen to advice and ideas relating to the post-game management of the venue. The representative may also attend our webinar as our audience. If you have any ideas and solutions to assist them in managing this giant venue, you should come to our webinar and talk about it. And you can also write to us by email, contact at wonder-horse.com. For sure. Sorry, we had a profound conversation with Alex last week. In today's China story, we're going to listen to Alex's outlook for the Chinese equine market for the next 10 years. 
Let's go ahead and listen to Alex Mack, one of the most well-known FEI officials in the country. And how you see Chinese market in the next 10 years? Of course, the China market has a huge demand, but we have um, a lot of advantages already existing. For example, we have harder because in Xinjiang, in Mongolia, there are a lot of herders. Mm-hmm. So they have a grassland. This is the advantage because a lot of countries, they may not get it. Mm-hmm. So good for breeder and the flows have a good lands to develop. They can grow up in the proper way because nowadays in a lot of the breeders is using the stable box and then they grow up in, in, yeah. this, in this small arena. Yeah. So that is not good for the horses. We have advantages on this. So this is a, some good point. Just like what I'm talking about, this is an industrial train. So we are not to- only talking about uh, riders or any horse. So if we want to develop our equal market in China, we need to have a lot of professionals and a lot of people around. For example, we need a farrier, the very, very professional farriers and um, and the lab and, uh, and the theater and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Because um, we need to maintain our horses in good condition. So if you watch the um, Olympic jumping competitions, you can mm-hmm. see every horses who get the medals, they jumped over hundred obstacles mm-hmm. in just few days. So how to maintain that high level standard? That is, you need the farrier to maintain the good hoof. You need the veterinaries to maintain the horses in good condition and good health. So all these people are very important. Go back to what we need. This is the training. We need somebody to train up the new generations, the veterinaries, the grooms and farriers, and all these are very important. And also we need um, good food for the horses. So we need a feed producer to make the supplements because nowadays the water which controls the topping control, mm-hmm. they really concerned mm-hmm. about what is the food for the horse. If anything wrong, then mm-hmm. the whole competition's life it will be gone. Mm. So we need the good feed makers to produce the good food. And then we need the tech and the equipment to protect the horses and make the good footing equipment. Because if the fall is not good, then our horses leaked, we will go. We have a big trouble. So, and the stable builder and the venue builders, they need as well. And then the show organizer, the equine logistic, mm-hmm. everything, everything is we are in need. But yeah. the most important is nowadays we just watch uh, this advertisement is very attractive or some somebody somebody's in Europe, they are using this brand, then they just bought it and bring it back to China. But as it matching our horses, hmm, it's a big, big question mark. So we need mm-hmm. to realize what we need and why we need it. So this is related to the training and education. Yeah.
a lot of education and training have to be done in the next 10 years. And uh, yeah, we are hoping more yeah. people and more suppliers, more uh, professionals join us in this industry to respond to the emerging market needs and uh, yeah. demands. Yeah, yeah. I think that is very important. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Once they have sufficient knowledge, then they will they can build up their own industrial training. And then yeah. it's very important. So we can also see the trend of breeding in the next 10 years yeah, in, very, in the China horse market. Yeah, so very interesting. Be, I think, yeah, I think breeding is, um, I, as I heard, in Xinjiang and Mongolian states already started the breeding. But I think they need um, a very, very uh, careful about the, the stock book because the stock book mm-hmm. is um, white, in Germany, in a lot of European country, they can make it so well. So yeah. this is the, the control. It's not just put stallions and the mare together. <laughs> and good. they will, it's very, very high zen sticks. They, they will consider, okay, this, why they, they make this together? Yeah. And how is the result? Yeah. And then they will, they will study it and, a very very long time and then to see the result and how it's going on so and nowadays the wrong blood and the thoroughbred and all these horses is not just oh by mistake mm-hmm. or just think <laughs> <laughs> they coming out it just happened yeah this is very important to yeah also is education mm-hmm. but we need yep. veterinaries so, so. and scientists um, the people to to get it, but um, the good thing is, the European people is already studied a couple of hundred years, and now we can take the advantages to have a look and see how they're doing, and get. Um, we can we can learn a lot from the overseas experience for systematic yeah, breeding. We learn from their experience. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for your sharing, Alice. It was really Welcome. informative and eye-opening. We're looking forward to talk to you again later. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Alex. Have a nice day. Well, Zoe, next Monday on the 6th of September, we will not only update our China Horse Business episode of the podcast, but most importantly, we are hosting the China Horse Business Live webinar from 9 to 10 a.m. CEST. Yes, it will be 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Beijing times here in a Monday afternoon. Equestrian clubs in China are often closed on Monday, so the owners, coaches, professionals, and riders can take a day off. It is the perfect moment for them to join the webinar online. Cool. Looking forward to it. See you next Monday, Zoe. See you. This podcast is co-hosting by Zoe King and Jojo Wang. Powered by Wonder Horse, a business solution provider focusing on Chinese equine market and a bespoke equine community in China. In addition to this weekly podcast, we launch a monthly webinar called China Horse Business Live. The objective is to connect international stakeholders with Chinese decision makers. Four to five speakers will introduce their activity, products, surveys, and any other topics related to the equine industry within 10 minutes in English. 
This webinar is open to all Chinese audience, especially targeting equestrian clubs owner, professionals, rider, officials, and suppliers. This is a perfect opportunity for you to introduce your brand, products, and services to real Chinese audience and interact with them. You may find your partner, distributor, or clients in these webinars. If you are interested in making a speech in the webinar, please subscribe to our annual package, Business Pass, which will allow you to speak once per semester in the webinar, along with many other premium benefits. A lower cost annual package, Connect Pass, is also available with some useful benefits. Please check them out on our website, www.wonder-horse.com slash podcast and in the show note of this podcast. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can subscribe it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any podcast channel by searching the name of our program, China Horse Business. We are also looking forward to meeting you in China Horse Business Live, a monthly webinar connecting international stakeholders with Chinese decision makers. Please feel free to leave us comment and recommend our program to your friends and colleagues. Spare the world and stay tuned.